Hello and welcome to another interesting and informative episode of Impala's podcast series, 20 Minutes With. My name is Juliana Karantin and today my special guest is Kays von Weyen from Stomp, the National Independent Music Association for the Netherlands. Case and I will be talking about copyright, a fundamental foundation on which a successful music business is built. Hi, Case. Lovely to have you here and welcome. Hi, Juliana. Thanks for having me and it's great to hear your voice. First of all, Case, we have to mention you are president of Impala and worked in the business for many years. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Juliana, I started 47 years ago in the record business, which is quite a long time. And before that, I was 10 years already a DJ, uh, a club DJ, to be clear. I started as a radio plugger in the music industry, so really at the bottom and became head of promotion, product manager, marketing manager, general manager manager, president of uh, Universal Music, chair of Impala, president of Impala, and I'm still active and do it with all my heart because the greatest thing is to break new artists all the time. That sounds wonderful. So, with your extensive experience in the international music sector, you really understand copyright. Would you describe it as a tool of the trade? Copyright is very important for many reasons, but I will give you one. That is that someone who creates a line, a text, a music or whatever, which is protected by copyright, then that person, that creator will be, get a remuneration for his works. That means that no one else can just pick up that line, publish it themselves and make music because they could do it just differently with more appeal to someone else. But the original text, the original composition is done by one particular person, artist or group. And because of the copyright protection and the copyright laws, that is the best thing to do and to have as a protection for these artists and creators. Copyright is the essence of creation and freedom of expression. It's a liberator. It means someone else needs your permission. You can negotiate with those who want to use your work and also decide whether you want them to use it or not. Without copyright, artists wouldn't be free. As a journalist, I've written a lot about copyright in the EU in the past few years, including the EU's groundbreaking reform known as the Copyright Directive and its famous provision, Article 17. Can you tell us what will change as a result and why it was important? Basically, we have a new copyright directive, which clarifies that the courts in Europe were saying user upload platforms like YouTube and others are responsible for the content on their domains and need a license. This is important as some operators still try to hide behind what is known as the safe harbor rules. That's basically a regime designed to protect services 
providing technical delivery services like wires and pipes. Nothing like what user upload platforms are doing. It is so important as with the development of all the tech companies and the new technologies which we have seen that also with what we call the safe harbor with user generated content people were uploading and are still uploading so many content from live concerts from whatever so who is getting paid by that uh, the tech companies were saying no no it's user generated content so no one has to pay but there are creators, there are people who made those music, who created it. So Article 17 is incredibly important for the music and artist community. At the end of the day, they will get paid. If they won't get paid, it will be taken off the platforms. And that is also one of the important things of Article 17. So... While that copyright was being debated, it was a controversial time for the sector. There was a lot of copyright protection to fight for, and Impala was very much on the front line. How did that work out? Wow, that's a question. And the answer is that I'm so proud to have been chairman four years of Impala, and now almost four years president of Impala, the team in all the individual markets, our trade associations, we really are one block. We have so much brain power from all the territories, each involved and people who in this particular committee, because we have various committees at Impala, and it was the copyright committee. So we had weekly meetings, we had me weekly conferences to discuss this and get the input, how we could tackle it very important the way how we did it is with the lobbying for example we organized one of our board meetings especially in brussels and each individual trade association had the task to see at least five meps members of the european parliament in brussels during those days and we did all of us did have these meetings which gave an enormous lobby and the sympathy of the creators of our members within the EU came really was really crossed over because of now this this very smart I think lobbying because we are very non-profit organization and we don't have the dosh as many other big corporations can spend in Brussels for their lobbying. We had to reassure decision makers that they were doing the right thing. That was complex considering the weight and the influence of those who didn't want to reform to go through. We also worked very closely with many other sectors across the cultural industries, but we finally got the result we needed. It's hard to believe now, but, but I guarantee you that everyone, every individual whose concern gave their full power to convince the right issue to all the politicians and lawmakers. Yay, well done. So what happens now? How will the new rules be implemented across the EU? Since the law passed, and I remember well where I was, we were on a WIN Worldwide Independent Network meeting in, in Brazil, in Rio, and we heard then that it passed in the, by the EU. So we were 
ecstatic. We were really so happy that the hard work pays off, but then we needed the implementation in Europe. And that was and is a matter of another two years, which will end by June 2021, so June this year. Holland was the first territory last December to, by both chambers in our parliament, to agree to the law. So we happily were the number one. But by saying that, all the other territories, the 27, because England lost us, the 27 territories in Europe need to finalize this law and put it in practice as of the end of June. In which case, what are the outstanding issues? Is there a risk the directive will be changed or diluted in different countries? Always a possibility. The directives from the EU should harmonize the rules and are so well debated also with the individual members of the European Commission. So it has already been through so many layers within the EU community, also from input by each individual territory, because that is how democracy in Europe works. So there might be still a few countries, and in Germany there were a few parliamentarians who raised some questions, but it looks that not many changes will be made at the end. But yes, it's possible that people might want to change some wording, but the interpretation is the most important thing of the rules set by the EU. In Germany and a couple of other countries, they are considering deviating from the text on some points and doesn't make sense. This is Europe. So we have to see how every local parliament will get this through. I also heard that the EU will issue guidance and that Impala and others had some concerns. What's that about? Yes, that's right. The EU guidance is intended to provide examples of the best practice between right holders and music distribution platforms. That means that everyone who will release or upload on their platforms, because we're talking about here the digital platforms, everyone who uploads, they need to be protected by this copyright law and specifically Article 17. So the directive is quite clear about the lines and how it should be interpreted. That is what we follow and that is what the individual 27 territories of the EU have to follow as well and adopt in their own laws. I hope so. And in the meantime, the Netherlands has shown the way with implementation. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> yes, we're very happy about that. Not only because we are the first, because that is not important, but hopefully in leading the way, which we have done so for many, many years in the music industry. For example, English artists always got across the channel to Holland, where they played on the continent as a first territory. So that means something that we have a mature and good music industry and infrastructure for the music industry. That means being the first hopefully set some lines for other territories who still might have some 
doubts or want to change some lines in, hey, Holland, they're always good, they're always very punctual and follow the laws. So hopefully they will follow that line as well as an example. And won the race to create more balance in the online market. And above all, we mostly or completely stick to the uh, original text. So yes, we're proud that Holland is the first in Europe and we hope that many others will follow suit quickly. Has the Netherlands got a reputation for being at the forefront when it comes to copyright protection that way? Correct, but it has to do as well that we have a strong sector here. For years, the Netherlands was the number 10 market worldwide in the music industry. Now with countries like Brazil and some others who grew much more, we're now number 12. But saying that, so we have a strong industry and we always like to work with good lines of laws and so forth. So the understanding between the government and the industry partners has always been in a positive note. It looks like a lot of work has gone into developing this copyright directive. What do you think Article 17 will ultimately achieve? Quite funny. Just black and white. It means that people who are now not get paid by the platforms without naming anyone, that's not important, it's the principle. And that they will get paid for the compositions, for the creations, for the music they produced, even if it's done by user-generated content. So a little clip from a concert being put by a very enthusiastic fan, and when it's recognizable and it's stipulated, in Article 17, how much music can then be used. And if an artist would say, hey, this is not up to my standards, and if I'm not getting paid for it, I want to have it taken down. The new rules also clarified that when an illegal or unauthorized track is taken down, it should stay down. Article 17 achieves balance. It removes a lot of friction and white noise in the music licensing market. And if that is the point, then the creators are more in control of their own copyrights of their own. So it's a great copyright protection and a way that people get paid for their works. Whoa. So Europe really took the lead here in the whole world. Correct, and uh, we're very proud of that. And we heard from many other territories and regions in the rest of the world that Europe is indeed leading the way and now a great example for their own legislation in their own individual markets. I don't know if I said it earlier, I remember that we were in Brazil, in Rio, during a conference where we learned that the European Parliament, we were really sticked from such a distance to the information and we got the signals from Brussels and Strasbourg that it was agreed and we were ecstatic. Yes, we were proud that, that it went through and it's a major milestone in the copyright history of both the EU, but it will be for the rest of the world as well. Thank you very much for your time. That's very insightful information. And I've learned a lot about copyright today and I hope our listeners have too. Now, here are some quick-fire questions targeted at you in five minutes. So, let's go. 
What are the three things that stand out for you in the past 12 months? Wow, what's not? We can't go to concerts anymore. We can't go experience live music. So one, the shock and impact of the pandemic to all concerned in the whole industry. The second, I would say, the very quick response from the Impala team with the action points and the road to recovery. It was an enormous task and we immediately as board and members of Impala got together with bi-weekly meetings and we came up with a recovery plan which A, we sent primarily to the lawmakers and EU and politicians and B, to help all our members and we have around 5,000 members in Europe to have some guidelines of what they could lobby as well to their local governments. And a third point I would say, to keep the members fully involved about all those recovery plans. And we got positive reactions to it. Fab, what are your priorities for the future? My priorities um, are that I, I try to convince our members to say, listen, Yes, you can't go to concerts, but keep recording, keep being creative and make sure that the releases, which maybe you thought like we keep them in storage and release them later, release them now because the Panthers are really waiting for new music. And that's proven that in almost all markets, streaming last year in 2020 was even up and because people were more at home but so keep going and keep releasing those new records what are you case often heard saying what i often say is be yourself don't panic work together with a lot of other parties in the music business because you're not on your own and it is something which may sound old or old-fashioned but working together especially in those difficult times is a task where you can only go better and grow the music and grow and work hard for your artists on all kind of levels what's your one piece of advice to anyone considering a career in music follow your dream precisely because if you think that you can stand out as an artist, a label or whatever, go for it and believe in it. Fantastic. And finally, what's on your playlist at the moment? Benny Vera. We listen to so much music all the time, every day, every minute. But this artist really stands out in the Netherlands. He is with two albums currently in the top 15, 100 albums. A great achievement for an artist who is really making not the obvious music. And Holland just decided to promote him and give him a little push in the back to as a nominated for the Impala album of the year. And we hope that he will end, maybe not number one, but very high on the list when people discover this artist, Danny Vera.
we'll definitely be checking him out. So thank you so much, Case, for your time. Thank you for being with us on Impala 20 Minutes With. It was my pleasure, Juliana. Stay healthy. Bye-bye.